We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Kick off NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed. All you got to do is place your first $5 bet. Sign up with promo code 2400 to get in on the action, and then you can turn game day into payday all season long. And the best part, take that 150 in free bets. There's big games every weekend, ones you'll have big opinions on, and you can get on your way. Play your way. Bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You name it. FanDuel's got more markets than anybody. You can even combine your bets for a chance of a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code 2400. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms. Sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York, Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone with the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al Zane and Brian. What's up, 49er faithful? We are back with another episode of the 49ers Web Zone Auto Podcast. We got Brian, we got Al, I'm Zane, and I finally get to do an intro because it is a victory podcast. Man, is there anything that gets the Niners right better than the Los Angeles Ram? I mean, it's just it, like clockwork. Every time the sky is falling and we think this team is dead in the water, They'll have a, a terrible performance the previous week, and they come again out against the Rams, and they play as good of at least a half of football the second half as I've seen them play the entire year. All three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Jimmy has looked the best I've seen him look ever, frankly. I have not seen him look better than he looked today. Christian McCaffrey, instant offense. I can't wait to talk about that. But, guys, let's unpack this. Just a really, really fun win today. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, listen, I I don't I I'm not here to try and take too much credit because I'm not, but I am. These arrived on Friday. It's my new game day kicks, so I oh, rock these nice. today. And I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's a coincidence 
that uh, the offense put up 31 points today. So, like I said, not trying to take too much uh, too much credit, but uh, my dope Jordan ones arrived on Friday, and uh, hey, 31 14. Here we go, Brian Reddick. I appreciate that. For those who can't see, Brian Rennick is head to toe in red and gold right now. 49ers. Oh, hat, yeah. I'm dead. 49ers guys. looking sneakers. He's got the, <laughs> was that Vernon Day, George Kittle? I was Vernon That's Davis. Kittle. Yeah. George Kittle, George Kittle jersey on. Both 85. It's all good. You can't go wrong either That's way. Right. Yeah. No, That's right. no, nothing, nothing cures the 49ers ills like, like playing the Rams. And look, you know, I didn't want to say that they were going to win the game like this, but in the back of my mind, I, kind of knew it was going to happen and i don't want to like talk too much trash because they did lose in the nfc championship game to them but it's just been complete ownage of this <laughs> ram team for the last what four years what is it eight in a row yeah. now and yeah. today was and, I, and we'll get into the specific performances but it was kind of typical it was close and, and then in the end the 49ers just just own them just absolutely own them the rams are ter- i think the rams stink i think they're really bad they may turn it around, but you're talking 118 points in seven games for them now. They can't run the ball ever. They had 21 carries for 56 yards today. I thought Van Jefferson coming back might help a little bit, but it didn't. didn't even target Did he him. play in this game? I saw him out there, but he wasn't <laughs> targeted at all. Um, you know, Higby gets banged up early, but they just looked. Yeah, if Cup's not doing anything. It doesn't. This team just can't can't do anything. So, yeah, today I do. I kind of want to. You know, we all hate the Rams, and I kind of just want to pour salt in the wounds today it just felt like yeah you know what your team's a joke like every time you come up against the Niners it's just the same stuff you can't beat them and I know they beat them in the NFC championship game so if you're a Rams fan listening to this you're probably like shut up Al but listen the Niners just owned it and we'll talk like I said there's a couple guys I really want to highlight today but listen it is it was a good win for the team you know what this team did and it feels like the it's the first time that they've done it all season. You know what they did? They made adjustments. And I was mm-hmm. so proud of them. I was so proud. I was like, look, guys, we just let's do something out of our comfort zone. I tweeted this. Let's get out of our comfort zone. Let's make some adjustments, right? Let's not just try and stick to the same thing. And I'll tell you what, man, they came out in the second half. And the adjustments that D'Amico Ryan's made at halftime to combat that quick passing game that really was you know, owning the defense in the first half, uh, just a thing of beauty. And then I don't know that the offense made a ton of adjustments, but I do think that Kyle Shanahan, even, I mean, obviously Christian McCaffrey, the the passing touchdown, Shanahan was in his bag a little bit. Uh, I believe that is the same exact play that they ran against them in week 18 last year, except instead of Debo throwing it to Jennings, it was McCaffrey throwing it to Ayuk. But at they it just it was a game. This is a game that you expect this team to have, right? This is a game where you go up against an opponent that is arguably inferior, right? You're still the the Rams are still the defending Super Bowl champions. Let's give them their flowers. They look nothing like they did last year, right? And so there is that. There's there is that. But that team still has Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. It still has Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson and Tyler Higby. It is an offense that, that should, you know, it should be good. Uh, they cannot run the ball, which has made them one-dimensional and has made it difficult for them to, to be good. But this is a, a game that, that you would hope to see from, from a team like the 49ers, even with the injuries that they have. So it was just nice to see. Yeah, it was a game when he when Caffrey threw the pass to, uh, for the touchdown to Ayuk. I said, finally, finally yeah. something creative. You know, yeah. it's what we've been saying forever. Mm-hmm. Just do something 
something funky. I always go back to that Saints game when they were when you know they were throwing passes like that and the pitch to use check. Just Kyle pull something out, and he did finally, and it was great to see, and it was it was exciting. And I guess I want to transition into McCaffrey here because we'd be nuts if we didn't make him. <laughs> I mean, you you have we always talk about the talent on this team. But Debo had a lot of Superman games last year. But other than that, like you're waiting for a player to kind of really step up. We went for Kittle to step up. We went for Ayuk to have a big game. And Ayuk's been great lately, but a, but a huge game. In a game like McCaffrey had today, that was a star, a star in the NFL just having a day. And it was great to see. He obviously throws a 34-yard touchdown pass. He has 18 carries for 94 yards and score and eight catches for 55 yards and a score. So he had 26 touches, 149 yards, not counting the pass, and three total touchdowns, including the touchdown pass. It was just a day for he's a star. He played like a star. And without him, it's probably a different game. So I tweeted this, and it may seem, oh, Al, you're being dramatic. That trade may have saved this team season. When you go into moving forward and just how they're going to have to play teams and how they're going to have to score, having that guy do what he did, if that continues, it. And when you, once you put Debo back in the mix, it might have saved the season to me. I just want to point this out. And then Zane, I'll, I'll give floor uh, just to, again, kind of piggyback on what you were talking about. Uh, Jennifer Lee Chan tweeted this out uh, 44 minutes ago. Uh, McCaffrey's 183 all-purpose yards, which includes the the passing, the, the yards he got on the throw, uh, accounted for 49.7% of the 49ers, 368 total yards. So wow. quite literally, he accounted for 50% of the offense that they created in this game. And that's just unreal. That's fantastic. I think that like, you know, when you make that trade and when you bring a guy of that caliber on your team, this is what you expect, right? You expect that he's going to have this effect on your offense. It it seemed to open everything else up. Every time he touched the ball, he was gaining five yards, right? There was a couple of exceptions where he took a draw play and took a loss or took a gain of one or two yards, but you have to account for him. There was one throw that Jimmy had up the scene to Kittle where McCaffrey just ran an angle route just underneath and clear it out like the entire middle of the field for Kittle. It was in the second half. And it was just that stuff, like that stuff only happens when you have a Christian McCaffrey on your team. And the fact that they did it without Debo, like you mentioned, I mean, it just just goes to show you that when you have blue chip players on your team, you can use them in ways that can affect the game, like in multiple types of ways, right? Like whether you want to motion them out, whether you want to actually give them the ball, the defense will have to account for them no matter what. And I mean, like, you know, is this, is this sustainable to you guys? I'm going to open up to you. Like, do you think this is actually sustainable? Like the way that you, they use Christian McCaffrey today, or do you think that like, like that Saints game, it was like just like a one game thing and they'll just kind of go back to their normal sort of uh, whatever normal was after the bye week Well, that's the big question, right? And that's what we've been critical of is the inconsistencies and in, in the way Kyle's kind of maybe deployed some of these weapons that he has. And when you see what McCaffrey did today and, and when Debo does come back how with Kittle and with Ayuk, how, how do you stop that? Um, there's really not an excuse for this team not to come out and put up 30, you know, 28, 30 points a game now with it. With it. And I don't know if it's going to be sustainable. We'll, we'll see because this team has been consistently inconsistent. So I'm not going too crazy after this win. It was a great win. And like you said, Brian, I think the fact that they made adjustments, especially on the defensive end, it was like, whoa, like, yeah, you guys did kind of everything right today. But I... Still got to see more, man. Like I said last time, I'm, I'm not going to go too crazy over this. We'll see how they come out after the bye. We'll see if they can get a few wins together. We'll see if they can be consistent. But one more thing on the McCaffrey day, he's the first player since LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005 to catch, throw for, and rush for a touchdown in the same game. And only the third to do it 
and that three is Walter Payton, Ladanian Tomlinson, and Christian McCaffrey. Pretty good company. Pretty good company, yeah. yeah. Um, to answer your question, Zane, obviously this is not sustainable in that Christian McCaffrey cannot account for 50% of your total yards game in and game out. That obviously is 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 unsustainable. But this was this was very, very reminiscent of a handful of Debo games last year, right? Where mm-hmm. it was a must-win situation and Kyle Shanahan looked at Debo and said, put this team on your back. And Debo did. And he did it multiple games. This was one game for Christian McCaffrey. I'd argue there's at least three uh, last year that that Debo did it in route to that historically good uh, performance from him last year. But the other thing is, like you said, Al, there are too many weapons on this team for there to be a situation like this where a player accounts for 50% of your total yards. If you've got an offense that can put Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, and Kyle Yushek, Ross Dwelly, whatever, whoever you want, who else, whoever else you want to put out there. If that's who you're trotting out game in and game out, no excuses. And, and, and I, I said this, you know, I, I said this when the, when the trade happened, whether he meant to or not, Kyle Shanahan left himself with no excuses now by making this trade, right? He's just, 100%. there are no, no more excuses, no more excuses for poor offensive performances. Um, no more excuses for, you know, stagnant second halves. There's just none. And today looked great. It really did. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. will not, uh, will not. And, and, and you know who else looked really good today? Jimmy Garoppolo, who had at least two uh, should-be interceptions that were dropped. Hey, that's going to happen, right? But outside of that, that throw to McCaffrey uh, for the touchdown, beautiful throw. Great throw. Threw with anticipation. Saw him as his outlet, right? Which is another, actually, uh, probably benefit that we didn't talk about enough with Christian McCaffrey, is McCaffrey gives... Uh, Garoppolo, a, a a viable outlet when when a play breaks down, which the rest of the running back room hasn't really given him or, or really ever given him. There has never been a receiving back the caliber of Christian McCaffrey since uh, you know since since Shanahan has been here. I mean, you could argue Coleman, Tevin Coleman, is a good receiving back, but he wasn't featured that much like that. Mm-hmm. So there was that. Uh, somebody in the chat said the throw to Kittle was better. You know, I said the same thing uh, to my buddy, Tim. Uh, Tim was a a, a collegiate level quarterback, so he's played the position. The one thing he pointed out was uh, Jimmy, when he threw that ball to Kittle, did not account for Taylor Rapp, who had started to uh, get depth and and get back towards Kittle. The, The throw made it, but just barely over his hand. You could argue it was ill-timed. I thought that he, I thought that rap didn't really start to to creep back until Jimmy cocked the throw. So it 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 felt like it was it was the right decision. I'm not going to say it wasn't, uh, but there have been a lot of times where Jimmy would have thrown an interception on that. So you got to give him kudos. So yeah, the throw to Kittle, great. The throw to McCaffrey for the touchdown, great. Um, you know, only a handful of, of plays this uh, this game where you're like, ah, yikes, that's that's not great. Uh, but again, props to the offense for coming out and putting up 21 points in the second half and outscoring their their scoring average by 11 points. 
right? They've been coming in averaging about 20 points a game. And, you know, they put up 31. There were no defensive touchdowns or special teams touchdowns. This was 31 points from the offense. Mm -hmm. And you got to give them, you got to give them flowers for that. Yeah, I think, so basically this is like the, what the, the version of the Niners that everybody hoped to see starting the year, right? Like Super Bowl contending 49ers, they made very few mistakes. The beginning of the game on defense started off a little shaky. They took some penalties down by the goal line. They allowed long sustaining drives, but I think it's more so like that's just a function of injuries right now with that unit. I think that once they'll be a very different looking unit after the buy after after they get those bodies back. But you know, it, it started out very much looking like you know the championship game last year, where you know the Rams the, and the Niners they were just going back and forth. Rams got on top, Niners were kind of fighting back, and and especially with the the uh, the way that they kind of went ahead 17 14 I was like, uh oh. I was like, are we going to get a repeat <laughs> happened last year? They went up and then they eventually, eventually went up by 10 points. And uh, I was like, well, Kyle and 10 point leads right in the fourth quarter. And, and they ended up not even needing that. So I don't know, guys, it was just like, I, I know that we could say a lot, but it was just nice to win. It's nice. Like it's been a while since they won. It's been three weeks since we've been able to talk about this team in a positive light. And it's nice to be able to do that. But I mean, like I'm with Ali, it's just so hard to know what you're going to get from them week in, week out. If you got them from this every single week, this is a, this is like a, a shoe in for a championship caliber team. Like this is like, you put them in the Super Bowl in February because they are so good when they are on, they are so, they are so good, but their issue is, is from week to week, they can't bring it. So it's going to be interesting to see now. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.